What's going on, family? Happy Monday, and welcome to another episode of The Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Boy, the weekend was filled with a lot of very intriguing things, some of which we'll certainly talk about. I hope that wherever in the United States or the world you are, that you are safe, that you are practicing social distancing and doing all that needs to be done to ensure that you are healthy. Absolutely. Shout out to everybody who has hung out with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Faction Show. If you're not doing so already, click that follow button right now. Go go ahead. Go ahead. You can do it. All right. And then from there, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is that you get your podcast. So we've got a lot to talk about here on today's episode of Quick Hits. First of all, of course, we did an episode over the weekend talking about SmackDown. Well, we've got SmackDown's ratings in. Well, some good news for SmackDown is SmackDown is continuing on a brief uptick. Uh, if you remember coming into the month of May, they hit their lowest rating on Fox under two million million at 1.9 million well last week they were at 2.03 million and this past friday they were up to 2.04 million so this is kind of a good moment right now for smackdown of course smackdown featured the intercontinental championship tournament of which drew gulak was a part and that's the last we'll see of him in WWE as Drew Gulak elected to have his contract expire and chose not to renew. During his time with WWE, of course, he participated primarily in the cruiserweight division, becoming a long-standing cruiserweight champion before being moved to SmackDown, where he would ultimately end up in a program uh, both facing and teaming with Daniel Bryan. I don't think the irony is lost on me that Daniel Bryan was his last opponent in WWE. Where does Drew Gulak go after this? I don't know. He was certainly a mainstay in Evolve for quite some time, a longstanding Evolve champion. He could return there. Perhaps AEW is an option for him, or maybe even a trip over to Japan. I think he has some great options. Uh, Certainly will be missing Drew Gulak in the cruiserweight division. And again, he chose to allow his WWE contract to expire speaking of contracts expiring that was something that was covered last night on the latest chapter of the last ride looking at the undertaker's storied career particularly over the last three years and it was interesting because if you remember right here on the faction we talked about when the undertaker was no longer under contract to wwe as he was set up to do Starcast with AEW. He had also planned to head overseas to do some conversations and the like. And Vince scooped that up, locked him into a contract that'll pretty much have him there for life. Well, they covered that and several other elements of redemption last night on The Last Stand. If you missed that, of course, it is available on demand on the WWE Network. Let me just tell you now, this documentary is some incredibly compelling television i personally was worried with you know all of this behind the scenes with the undertaker if that would cause me to you know like him less would it diminish him at all in fact it's caused me to love him more so uh definitely go ahead 
check that out. It was some really, really good stuff. And, you know, we may be talking about that with the guys this week on the show. So a couple of other pieces of news before we get out of here. Of course, this Saturday is double or nothing for AEW. It's their first pay-per-view in the pandemic era. And it should be very interesting. It looks like it will be coming to us from Jacksonville, Florida, from the Daily Place. And uh, the addition, of course, of a stadium stampede match, which will feature the inner circle versus the elite it's kind of well i'll just kind of look at it as you know i don't want to call it a replacement but it's certainly a placeholder for the big uh war games like match that we were going to get before the pandemic hit so it should be very interesting i want to know will you be watching this on pay-per-view Now, it's very interesting, of course, the WWE's pay-per-views have been on the WWE Network, and if you have a network subscription, um, certainly it's not going to cost you anything additional. Does it matter to you for AEW to spend some $50 for the pay-per-view for an empty arena situation? AEW is consistently priced at $50 a pop. And so for some people, the price is an issue. For others, it's not. After all, AEW has consistently delivered on their pay-per-views. Either way, it looks like a very stacked card for AEW Double or Nothing. And I'm certain it's going to be a great way to support them considering that they aren't able to be on the road uh, during this pandemic. So definitely, if you get a chance to check it out, do so. We'll be talking about it more more this week as more of the card will certainly take shape. Before we go, we want to talk about uh, a controversy that is brewing uh, and it has really gone on for a little while, but it's gotten a lot of steam over the last week. So Leo Rush, former cruiserweight champion, uh, has had his problems over time in the WWE. If you remember, he was first signed with NXT And uh, shortly after that, when uh, Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma, lost her job, he had a tweet or so that seemed a bit insensitive and that kind of got him in the doghouse with NXT. Then when he made his way to Monday Night Raw, he ended up in the doghouse again. So last year, Mark Henry, who was a friend of ours here at The Faction, on his radio show, Busted Open, talked about some of the challenges that he had with Leo Rush. Well, now that Leo Rush is no longer employed with WWE, he was one of the victims of the pandemic layoff. He has taken to Twitter to have quite a bit to say about Mark Henry. Mark Henry invited him to come on to Busted Open and they could air their grievances. He chose not to. Instead, he said that Mark Henry was uh, one of the, quote, black people that hold other black people down. Well, that's created an issue for Mark Henry, and he went to TMZ and had this to say. The reason that he came out with it now is because um, he knew that I get a lot of attention and I have a lot of followers, and he released the album or a song or something and he wanted to use that to further his, you know, uh, get some attention, get some buzz. Mm. Not mad at him. If he would have called me, I would have done it anyway. Just we would have just worked it. It would have been right. I would have I really talked it up. We would have made world news. Uh, but now he said something slanderous, and uh, you can't question my blackness. Like nobody can question my black pull my black card. No, not allowed. Nobody. Um, if you go down to the in, the to the performance center at NXT, um, probably twenty five, I think, 
people of color in the facility, probably about 80 plus percent of them, uh, I helped get them there. <laughs> I mean, it's completely the opposite. For him to go there was absolutely the worst thing that, that he could have possibly done. And, um, you know, I, I mean, it's it's one of those things. If, if I take legal action for slander, then I I, I'm, I will. But I'm I'm not sure yet. Um, Are you thinking about that, Mark? Just because this was so hurtful to you? Yeah, this is this is too much. They're like, this is not a wrestling angle. Um, this is him trying to get attention for himself. My my lawyer went to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of lawyers he deal with, but uh, you know, like you know. I got them yeah. Ivy League people around me. You got a good me. lawyer. And they are pissed. Well, what does he have to do, Mark? What can he do? Because I assume you don't want to go. I assume you don't want to take legal action just because that will cost you money. I don't want to do it because it's going to cost him money and it's going to cost me money. Right. So what can he do? Or is there anything he can do to well, fix this? he needs this? to apologize and he needs to own up to the fact that, you know, I made I made a mistake. I embellished a little bit, a lot, and um, I was trying to, you know, you know, get some buzz, and I shouldn't have done that. Like that's what he's going to have to do. Um, he said that, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a part of the problem. I'm one of those, one of those black people that that try to keep other black people from making it, and it's just hurtful. All right. So let me get your thoughts, guys. Who are you siding with on this? Are you siding with Mark Henry? Are you siding with Leo Rush? Uh, we've had Mark Henry on the show to talk about uh, certainly his love for the history of uh, African-American wrestlers in the wrestling industry. Perhaps there's no one more well-versed on that than he is. And, you know, for this to turn into a potential lawsuit is pretty serious. But I want to know, who do you side with, Mark Henry or does Leo Rush have a point let us know via social media instagram facebook and twitter at the faction show and again make sure you subscribe to our podcast on itunes google play or wherever it is that you're currently listening to us by way of podcast stay connected to our social media because we've got some really cool things that we've been working on if you'll notice we've had a couple of uh, really cool live video podcasts that you've been able to check out on facebook live so if you've missed those go and check those out and see how we interact with each other and interact with us there as well so stay connected some really cool things on the way but until next time i hope you guys have an absolutely amazing monday to man gb representing for my good brothers courtney beard and brandon clack collectively we are the faction I my people. Here we go.